This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to all of you enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Well, yesterday it was Europe and South Korea. Today, it's Japan. They're all mad at the new U.S. EV tax credits because it excludes their EVs. The Japan Automobile Manufacturers Association is upset that the credits are only available to EVs assembled in North America and that they pretty much have to have batteries that were manufactured in the U.S. On top of that, there are price and income caps for receiving the credit. And according to the U.S.-based Alliance for Automotive Innovation, once they do, nearly all EVs will be ineligible for the incentive. Now let's get more specific about which models. There are currently 72 EV and PHEV models sold in the U.S. Beginning today, only 20 of them qualify for the $7,500 tax credit. That's because to qualify, as we said, they have to be assembled in North America. That means all the BEVs and plug-ins made by GM, Ford, and Stellantis qualify, but so do the Nissan LEAF, the Mercedes EQS, and the PHEV versions of the Audi Q5, the BMW X5 and 3 Series, and the Volvo S60. That's because they're all either made in Mexico or the U.S. Also, anyone who ordered an imported BEV or PHEV before President Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act, will qualify for the credit until the end of the year. Tesla has been lambasted over the safety of its autopilot system. NHTSA, the Transportation Safety Board, even Ralph Nader have dissed the system. But Tesla just won a significant victory in Germany over how it advertises the technology. A German watchdog group filed a complaint over the name Autopilot, and the fact that Tesla refers to the system as autonomous driving. However, the court didn't agree, and it threw out the complaint, which means Tesla can continue to advertise autopilot and advertise it as an autonomous system. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Say, are autonomous cars just a bunch of vaporware, or are they actually going to revolutionize transportation? That's the topic for AutoLine After Hours tomorrow when Mike Ramsey from Gartner Research will be on the show. So join me and Gary as we try to get to the bottom of what's going on with fully autonomous cars. Chevrolet is showing off the police version of the Blazer EV. It's based on the SS version of the Blazer, and it comes with skid plates, police-rated tires, steel wheels, and other emergency equipment. It also has light towing capability for things like radar trailers. Chevrolet will reveal the final specs and the range when we get closer to when the vehicle launches in the first quarter of 2024. But Chevy did say it will be equipped with the largest possible Ultium battery. So let's start trying to figure out, how big do you think the battery is going to be? Say, it looks like Carlos Tavares, the CEO of Stellantis, is making good on his promise to revive the Dodge brand with new products. Here comes the Dodge Hornet a five-passenger crossover based on the Alfa Romeo Tonale. In fact, the Hornet's going to be built in Italy and exported to the U.S. 
Here are the technical highlights. The base version, the Hornet GT, is priced just under $30,000. It comes with a 9-speed automatic and a 2-liter turbo 4 with a decent amount of horsepower, 265. It also has 295 pound-feet of torque. The Hornet RT trim is a PHEV with a 6-speed automatic and a 1.3-liter turbo that cranks out 285-plus horsepower and 383 pound-feet of torque. It also has over 30 miles of all-electric range thanks to a 15.5-kilowatt-hour lithium-ion battery, which also has a gas refrigerant to help keep it cool. The Hornet PHEV powertrain includes a 90-kilowatt electric rear e-axle motor with 1,844 pound-feet of torque. It also has what Dodge calls Power Shot that gives drivers a 15-second burst of 25 more horsepower, and that knocks a full second off the 0 to 60 time, which is then down to 6.1 seconds. A high-power inverter and 7.4-kilowatt charger module deliver a full battery charge in only two and a half hours using a level two charger. Other nice bits include Kony shocks, Brembo four-piston brake calipers, and dynamic torque vectoring. Inside, all the controls are angled towards the driver. There's a 12.3-inch digital cockpit cluster and a 10.25-inch central display. It also comes with a Harman Kardon sound system with 465 watts, 14 speakers, and a subwoofer. The Hornet GT goes on sale in December. The RT will be available next spring. Dodge also showed a higher performance concept version called the GLH, which revives the Go Like Hell name that Carroll Shelby came up with for the Omni GLH back in the 1980s. In profile, the Hornet looks exactly like the Alpha Tonale, but the designers did a good job of making the front end look exactly like a Dodge. There are plenty more details about the Hornet that you can read about. In fact, if you're watching on the AutoLine website, just look for the link that says continue reading. If you're watching on YouTube, look below this video to where it says show more. That's going to take you to the links where you can get more information. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. With global reach across three continents, Tejan Automotive Technologies make vehicles lighter, safer, and more eco-friendly. Tejan Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. BMW currently uses prismatic batteries for its electric vehicles, but it's going to switch over to cylindrical ones. Reuters reports that BMW signed a deal with Chinese battery maker EVE to get cylindrical batteries for its EVs that it's going to sell in Europe starting in 2025. The batteries are going to be similar in size to the 4680 batteries that Tesla uses. BMW will also start using cylindrical batteries supplied by CATL starting in 2025. While prismatic batteries can be more easily packaged, cylindrical ones are becoming more cost-effective while offering improved range. 
New car prices are hitting sky-high levels, and that's pricing thousands of consumers out of the new car market. Cox Automotive reports that the typical monthly payment just set an all-time record, $733 a month. It now takes the median American household 42.2 weeks of income to buy a new car. You know, historically, that number was always around 24 weeks. But in the last decade, it jumped to about 34 weeks, and now it's at 42.2. And that's all because the average new car now costs $48,182. And it's also because of higher interest rates. Jonathan Smoke, the chief economist at Cox Automotive, says affordability is an issue, but he also offers a glimmer of hope because as gasoline prices continue to decline, he's seeing a direct improvement in consumer confidence. And speaking of a glimmer of hope, though new car sales are down all over the world, LMC Automotive says they've been on a rise over the last three months and are currently running at a 90 million a year rate. Most of the growth is coming from China and South America because all the other major markets in the world are still well down from last year. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility.